Section 20 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 6, Number 4, October 1870. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The American Bee Journal, Volume 6, Number 4, October 1870. By Variants. The Queen Nursery, followed by Paper Hives and ZC Fairbanks, followed by The Looking Glass Again. The Queen Nursery. As the readers of the American Bee Journal are somewhat anxious to hear about the Queen Nursery, invented by Dr. J. Wall Davis of Charleston, Illinois, I will say that it is a perfect success. I have, since the 1st of June, kept my running to its full capacity. 12 cages. I have allowed the queens to remain in the cages six or eight days after hatching. I now have his fertilizing attachment, but have not yet tested it. Young, unimpregnated queens can be introduced by Ali's process to any queenless colony. I will give a fuller report on how to use it this fall or winter. I consider it quite an advantage to save all natural queen cells and hatch them out in the nursery. And it is no disadvantage, certainly, to have a supply of young queens on hand at so small an expense, to give to a natural or artificial swarm at swarming time, even if they are not fertilized. When you can draw on your nursery for a queen at any time at sight, it is quite an advantage, at least I consider it so. It is a positive fact that queens perish in their cells by the thousands in the natural state, in extremely hot weather. In using the nursery, we can control this matter. For if the weather is extra hot, we place the nursery in a small colony, and in a large strong one if the weather is cool. Thus you will see that we have the hatching entirely under our own control, and it is not left to chance. The queen breeder can readily see the advantage of separating all his queen cells as soon as sealed over and having them perfectly safe. I have kept my nursery in a medium swarm, where they had a perfect queen breeding at the same time. As I said before, queens can be kept in the nursery any length of time, with perfect safety. I place a small piece of comb containing honey in the cage, between the tins, then place the cell in the cage in a natural position and fasten it with a pin. A very slight fastening answers, as the bees cannot get at it to gnaw it down. Signed, E. Gallup, Orchard, Iowa, July 15, 1870. Paper Hives and ZC Fairbanks. Mr. Editor, don't you think that Mr. Fairbanks seems a little cross as well as sharp? He says I assert in my first article what I contradict in my second on paper hives, and worst of all, says I am to be numbered with the Gentiles, whom Dr. Cox galled to the tune of heavy sums. I deny the charge, and demand proof, though I will say for the benefit of Brother Fairbanks that I think the doctor a little too smooth for profit, but to explain, we call the paper hive of whatever form Dr. Cox's hive and so should we call all movable frame hives the farmer's box with Langstroth frames therein. Signed, Charles Hastings, Dowagic, Michigan.
The Looking Glass Again Mr. Editor, I have used the looking glass often for arresting swarms, rarely failing, but I have always used it in conjunction with a shotgun. Used thus, it seems to induce in the bees the idea of an approaching storm, and that they ought to be securing a place of safety as quick as possible. Out of a number of examples, I give the following. A second swarm proved to be bent on emigrating, for on six consecutive days it left as many different hives. Each time it was brought to anchor by the looking glass, etc. The last time the bees fell as if shot dead, at the flash and reports. And for aught I know and saw, they might have kept trying to this day. In some rare cases, however, I have failed to bring the swarm to settle. My bees have swarmed heavily this year, and four rarities seem to select the tops of the highest trees to settle on, and then would often leave for the woods after hiving. Query. Was there any connection between the two facts? The early season here was superior for honey up to the blooming of the white clover, which was very scarce and almost devoid of honey. The weather has been hot and dry, and no honey since. There has been no honeydew since the war near me, whilst a large piece of woods, three miles off, seemed two years ago to be literally flowing with honeydew and alive with bees. The tract was three miles wide and five miles long and alive with bees throughout its whole extent, every day for several weeks. Did the bees of the country gather there? Your paper is read with intense interest. Long may it live to contribute to the pleasure and profit of beekeepers. Signed, J.B. Townley, Red Hill Depot, Albemarle County, Virginia. End of section 20.